Hi, welcome to my podcast. I am Malia. I want to bring awareness to the young kids failing to receive the education they need during the duration of our global pandemic, as we all know, COVID-19. Things such as schooling, communication, or even basic life skills that are a necessity to know for living in the real world are becoming insignificant. For our younger adolescents, simple tasks such as ABCs, colors, or even tying their shoe has become a minor concern in the eyes of their teachers. With the wage cut and lack of hands-on activities, teachers are being beginning to rush and only teach what is directly on the guided curriculum. For many decades, children growing up have been influenced by teachers and many adults they admire around them to choose a career field. Even though at the age of six or seven you don't really know what career you want to go into, it's the fact of having some kind of motivation to keep doing every assignment and studying for every test. While getting older and transitioning from elementary school to middle school, you start to realize that every test you take matters and reflects the classes that you take in high school. Once you're there, all the motivation you have is wanting to graduate. While graduation is the most important for many high school kids, prom is one of the most enjoyable nights they have during the time in high school. Due to COVID-19, things like prom and graduation are no longer a motivator for young adults. All the hard work and late night studies go unrewarded prom gets canceled, and a maximum of four tickets to graduation. It's remarkable how little schools have changed over time. Most public elementary schools are stuck with a model that hasn't evolved to reflect advances in cognitive science and our understanding of human development. Pandemic school is clearly not working, especially for younger children. And it's all but impossible for the 20% of American students who lack access to the technology needed for remote learning. But what parents are coming to understand about their kids' education glimpsed through Zoom windows is that school is not always working so great before COVID either. Stated by Erica Kostaki, article, School Wasn't So Great Before COVID Either. Due to COVID, many colleges have made SAT and ACT scores optional. While doing this, the scores and number of kids taking the test from 2018 to 2020 have changed tremendously. 2018, 1,914,817 kids took the SAT and ACT. 2020, 1,670,497 kids took the ACT. From PrepScholar.com, Anna Albrecht. While this is now an option for students, kids are no longer having to really learn anything. As long as you're able to excel in the classroom that are now also the bare minimum lessons, you are able to go to college while many SAT and ACT scores is what held students back from going to college because they simply just weren't a good test taker and didn't have the money to pay for college without test scores. Here we have a special guest with us, Emily Montgomery. We will be getting her perception of the younger kids having a strong disadvantage due to COVID-19. So how do you feel about how the schools are adapting to new learning environments and regulations due to COVID-19? Well, with this deadly pandemic affecting all ages, I feel as if students should be learning the basic skills needed for adulthood more than ever. I have noticed in my own classrooms that teachers have begun to cut corners and even skip chapters that they feel are as important as what they would rather teach. As a senior, I like a lot of basic knowledge such as how to fill out a resume or even how to write checks, which are all basic skills needed as an adult. So has COVID-19 ever directly affected you, such as with your social skills or any of your family social skills and communications with others? Well, actually it has. 
when COVID first started and they put everything on lockdown, my grandmother, who is 95, actually could not leave her house. So she then became actually depressed because she had no one to talk to. Mm-hmm. So that affected my family. Yeah. But as in myself, I wasn't able to hang around friends or even, you know, family that lived out of state. Mm-hmm. And I also wasn't able to visit my father or stepmom in Arizona. So that affected my relationship directly with them because our communication just kind of fell off and we kind of lost that friendship that we had going there. So that's how it's really directly affected me. Has it affected you or your family directly? Um, I would say it has. My family used to be a lot closer than we are now. Um, my mom also lost her job during the global pandemic, so that caused a lot of stress with paying the bills and everything. So I understand that you take an anxiety and depression medicine, and how was that adapting to schooling and all the regulations and lockdown due to COVID-19? How was that? Well, it was actually, you know, a little hard because I just recently got on the medicine Mm -hmm. before COVID had started. So my body was just adapting to it. And then obviously since, you know, I take that medicine, I struggle with depression and I usually do better in groups. Like I like to be around all my friends and be in big groups because when I'm alone, that's when it hits you worst. But with the lockdowns and all that, uh, it was very hard to be able to hang with friends and even family. So oftentimes I was, you know, stuck at home or in school with, you know, the plexiglass around you. So you can't even really, you know, talk to your friends then. Even softball, the same. With softball, you have to wear masks. So, I mean, really cut down me being able to talk to or hang out with anyone, which made it very hard on me. It was probably one of the hardest times I went through. Do you feel that getting the information you needed in your classes was a lot harder to receive now than before? Oh, yes. For sure. I did notice mainly my grades. Mm-hmm. My grades dropped tremendously from before COVID to after. Because, I mean, not all teachers. Some teachers, I mean, they still do everything. But I have noticed a lot of teachers, they kind of, you know, they cut their corners and they, I feel as they teach. What the bare they, minimum. Yeah, I feel that they teach what they want to teach, not what you need to know. Mm-hmm. Like, for instance, like I said, I had mentioned earlier, the resume. Mm-hmm. I feel as a senior, I should know how to, you know, fill, write, out, a fill out a resume. Yeah. I need to know how to do that. Same with job applica- applications and all that. Without my parents teaching me those or things. Or even filing your taxes. Yes, I would, not how, or I would not know how to do really any of my basic life skills and because, like, without my parents. Mm-hmm. School did not, school has not been teaching me really anything. Although the global pandemic has majorly affected many students and adults, many have taken this time to become better at where they lack. Stated in Remote Control by Marva Hinton. For many kids, that overall distance learning tends to pose many challenges to students that are younger and students that have learning differences. Students from low-income families who lack reliable internet services and quiet places for doing homework struggle in virtual classrooms. The pandemic has revealed a long-standing inattention to children's development needs. Needs as basic as an exercise, outdoor time, conversation, play, even sleep. All the challenges of education young children need, we have minimized for years, have suddenly appeared like flotsam on a bench of low tide. So here we have another guest, Bailey Mullins. She is actually 
a student that does virtual learning from home. Um, can you tell me how virtual learning affected your communication skills and basically your learning of school? Um, I feel virtual learning, online schooling, it doesn't work that well, especially for different types of learners. There's all different types of learners, and it's the same curriculum. It's just all reading. You have to teach yourself, basically. Um, you talk to your teachers barely just to turn in assignments, and it takes forever for those assignments to get turned in. They have so many students assigned to them, like, to grade all those things. Mm -hmm. And my grades just suffered real hard. Really? How did not being in school affect your communication? Do you go out anymore? I never leave the house, barely, ever. So you feel like you're depressed, kind of? Uh, I could say. So can you tell me one thing that motivated you to continue to go to school and work hard for your grades that COVID-19 has now affected? Uh, I was really looking forward to graduation. My whole family, like, we have a really big family. They're all looking forward to coming and watch me walk the stage, but... Uh, we only get four tickets this year, so I can only pick my, like, close family that mm -hmm. lives with me. I can't, like, invite my other relatives. Mm -hmm. So, you're kind of unmotivated now, correct? Yeah, it's kind of hard to just keep going. Like, I don't see a point. Yeah. I feel like a lot of kids have that problem now, and that's why we're having such a dropout rate. Like, so many kids have just dropped out and quit caring just because. Yeah, like, I used to have A's and B's. Now I have, like, 60s because I'm just like, oh, well. Mm-hmm. A lot of kids feel that way about it, and I don't think you're the only one. I just think everyone's voice needs to be heard and really listened to and find things to fix and make it where kids want to continue to go to school. And I agree. That's really important. Every kid needs to go to school and learn. Excel. I mean, that's what you need to do to basically live in life. Like, you can't just go your whole life without knowing how to tie your shoes or your colors or your ABCs or even how to communicate to people, such as jobs. You're going to have to communicate. Of course. All right. Well, thank you, Bailey. Um, I really appreciate you sharing your input on everything, and I hope to hear from you again. Thank you for having me.